Well, first of all, it's today's a disappointing day in my opinion because it, it was a day that we should have been using to advance our team game, polish things up um, in certain areas, and it turned to into reestablishing a work ethic and um, and holding players accountable for lack of a work ethic in a game. Um, the staff and the players, we get no joy in that at all. It's not fun. That's like sitting in front of my two boys at home and disciplining them for uh, for their inactions or poor choices. Um, there isn't a parent in the world that likes doing that, and that wasn't a fun day. Uh, but we had to reestablish that there are some expectations when you put the equipment on to uh, to be honest at least. And um, I was disappointed after reviewing the game again, and, and obviously the effort and the battle level, but even some of the game management situations, minute 20 shifts, um, and then still trying to go on offense and, and complete disregard for back checking. So the day was spent trying to, uh, to reestablish boundaries and what's acceptable and what isn't. Feeling that, that the things you just spoke of are endemic. There are players in your dress group that will never learn not to pull that beam out of their hat. And they will never learn to be responsible back checkers and change Is that a sound theory? Um, well, my experience is, is 200 days. I've seen improvement in a lot of areas, and then it, it comes back in. It's, it's, uh, it's like a disease that. Uh, you know, you think you have cured and then it reappears and you got to go back and I think I used the word eradicate the other night. Um, you've got to get it out of your system. But um, I, I think it's dangerous this time of the year to really get emotional too. And that's what we are right now as a staff and, and players as well, because then sometimes you do make poor decisions heading into the summer. But uh, we'll deal with right now. Uh, we'll live in the moment and we'll try and fix that. And then we'll deal with the rest later. Is the mistakes you just pointed out Yeah, um, see, I think we're at game 80, so we don't have any rookies. Now, Osterley, um, you know, a few other guys that are up from the minors, but everybody, every, everybody's a veteran now. I think what you're asking, Maddie, is, uh, is experience. If you're three, 400-game experienced guy versus a 80-years, uh, 40-game experienced guy, um, you get a little bit of leeway there. Uh, but the experience, um, you know, and the decision to complete a back check or actually perform in a back check, um, you know, I know the guys, I watch the kids in the USHL play all the time and I watch Brandon and they know right from wrong. They know when they they need to do it. So I don't think the uh, 300 or 1,000 game uh, scenario comes into play in this case. Are you talking about your, when you talk about guys who watched on film again and were disappointed in are more of your issues with the guys who have been here the longest? No, the group. When you, you've been a player, um, you've coached at a lot of different levels. Some guys, for whatever reason, someday the, the light just goes on for them and they understand it. Can you get a sense of when that time is for certain players? And is that a, a risk or concern that some of the guys, maybe the light goes on when they go elsewhere next season and for whatever reason it hasn't come on here? Well, it... I think every individual is different. Um, you know, Doug Wilson always used to tell me that the, uh, the, the male brain doesn't mature until 25. We've got a lot of young players that are making um, mistakes, but it goes back to the experience. You know right from wrong in certain situations. And if you choose to be lazy and wrong, that's just a, a negative choice. You have to fix that. 
Um, nobody's perfect. Um, we're far from, from a 50-win season. We're far from what the Washington Capitals are doing. Um, we're at the bottom of the league. And uh, we're working hard to get out of the bottom, never mind just to get in the playoffs. And then once you're in the playoffs, there's 16 more teams that you have to be better against. So we got a long way to go. And, uh, you know, the players have to understand that. Like, it's not just about getting out of the, the bottom and, and, and out of the lottery. It's about beating the top 16 teams. When you talk to players and, and, you know, how much of this is coaching or how much of it just falls on the individual player himself? And can you, can you help a player as a coach learn to, as you say, eradicate the negative parts of their game? Like, how, what can a coach do in a situation? Like That's that? our job. That's our job to do that. And the last thing um, we will do here is separate the, the staff from the players. We're in it with them. Um, Todd, Jay, Woody, Jim, Ian, uh, Schwartzy were just as bad as the players the other night. I made many mistakes on the bench. Um, my belief system was low. Um, and they probably look to me and they look at my body language and my verbal cues and they read off of that a little bit too. So I'm just as responsible as the players are. And yes, we can help them and that's our job to help them. When the team is down four goals, say in the three, three, are you looking for a physical response, a get mad response, or are you looking, are you seeing, let's just get this game? Well, I, I think it's, you know, down four goals or five goals with four minutes left, it's too late. It's too late. So now you want to go and you be physical? It makes no sense to me. It never, it ha it never has in this game. Um, play the first 50 minutes that way. You know, and then you're worn out, you're tired, you're sore, and maybe it didn't work your way, and then you, you take the foot off the gas a little bit there. But we went exact ba backwards. We didn't have our foot on the gas, and we decided to, I don't know, I guess play hard at the end. Some of these players have they just been here too long, been doing too much losing, and I'm not prepared to say that. Do you get the sense, though, Todd, and you, you want to kind of go to school on things at the end of the year here and, and pull some information out? Is there any level of concern in what you're seeing that maybe there's some guys that don't appear to want to be here based on what they're giving you? Yeah, and I, I don't think that either. I, I, I'm not going there. I don't believe that. So, um, you know, the other night could have been our 8-1 game in, in um, where were we? Yeah, New York. You know, it could have been another game earlier in the year uh, when we didn't play well in Toronto. We, we lost 3-0. We didn't perform really well. Um, you have those games throughout the season. Um, the circumstances make it a little tougher for me, but maybe it was one of those games. So um, disappointed, hold them accountable. Uh, but not panic. And, um, you know, if it's repetitive, repetitively done now for the next two games, then I think they're showing us something. I think this is character time of the year. This is when you reveal your character. You can reveal it in 28, 29, and 30, or you reveal it 1, 2, and 3 when you're lifting the cup. And everybody in between re reveals their character at some point. It's interesting you said that you got you coached poorly and you got dragged into the negative feelings. Uh, this is a different situation for you, but I guess do you get a feeling from where you stand that in fact it can pull you in, it can take even a positive guy? No, it, it, uh, it's an emotional game. You're, you're disappointed in, in your classroom. And um, 
you know, my comment there was more to, uh, to let you know that um, it's not us just poking the players. We're responsible for, for their performance as well. And, and we have to evaluate our impact on the game um, as well. And, um, you know, we're down 2 nothing heading into the third. I thought we were being outworked. Um, the score I mentioned to the players between uh, the second and third, the score doesn't matter. Let's just establish a work ethic that's, uh, um, you know, at least feasible to, to play a competitive period. And we, we didn't do that. We went further away. So that was disappointing. After what happened on Saturday, Todd, is going to head to Wednesday. There's going to be a lot of alumni here. There's going to be a lot of focus on Rex, all the final infielders. Are you worried then coming off Saturday and then going into that? Um, I think we get, to, uh, we get to wipe it away now. It doesn't ever leave. But we get to fix some things and we get to go out and compete again. And it's pretty simple. Like, it really is. We get that again, we'll be disappointed. We get what we have had for the majority of the games, even down the stretch, going to L.A., Anaheim, uh, San Jose, some of those tough buildings to play in. Uh, we get that, we'll be fine. I don't know if we'll win the game, but if we get that, we'll move forward. We'll take a tiny little step forward. Yeah, but we should have played well against our provincial rival in the last Battle of Alberta and the last Hockey Night in Canada game, and we didn't, you know, so there's, to reason sometimes doesn't make any sense. We should play well 82 games a night, or 82 games a season. Todd, when you watched the games where you felt your team had the competitiveness that you'd hoped from them, what, what are some of the things when you break it down then? A lot of people think, oh, they just need a puck and we defense and that solves all the problems. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. What do you see as a coach, and even when the effort's there? Is we it could have had Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey play for us last game. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. Because it, it, just like I told the players, the, the, the video they saw today had nothing to do with talent. It had nothing to do with adding a goaltender or a two defensemen or changing out core forwards or bringing in big tough guys. It had to do with game management. It had to do with deciding whether or not you really wanted to do it or not. Um, it had to do with playing as a group or a unit versus individuals. Um, you know, simple as that. It, it had nothing to do with the talent level. But when, you're, when your team has played well, do you, and you've had a chance now to see it, like, do you need still better defensive zone coverage first because you still give up more goals than you're scored? Is that the bigger issue? Is it moving the puck up the ice? The we, gotta, we need to close the gap from both ends. Um, we've closed it defensively. We've took um, our goals against number down and, and uh, shrunk it immensely from last year. Our goals, uh, goals for are slowly coming up. So it's got to happen from both ends uh, to work towards more success. Well, it's his leg, so it's not his foot. And um, I, from what I've been told, when he shows up at training camp next year, well, we won't even talk about it. He should be good to go. Um, if our team um, played well enough to have a chance at an opportunity further into the playoffs, maybe he would have been there. But right now, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to keep putting him on the ice and having it creep to the just about their line and then go back. Let's just let him go and heal.